0: And bet show on the Mayo Media Network. I am your host Scott Simpson. As always, we are presented by Prize Picks. Sign up for Prize Picks using the link in the description below. Code MMN and get your deposit doubled up to a hundred dollars. It's basically free money. Also, while you're there, like and subscribe to the Mayo Media Network on YouTube. Again, that promo MMN. I'm joined as always on Tuesday night by my guy, the Real Deal Fantasy on Twitter. LQ not his birthday but he's still verified LQ how are you doing brother What's up, man it's Tuesday football it's weird we got a game going on right
1: now Uh, a lot of fantasy you know playoffs are going on right now and fingers crossed I am depressed
0: I'm probably going to lose but you know everybody's feeling the pain this week (laughs) I was going to ask you how did you fare I'm going to go five and two in my seven games what's your split with the teams that are still remaining in the playoffs Uh, I got two first-round buys, so thankfully they're still alive, but I got two first-round exits, so uh, not too Mm -hmm. happy. Everybody else, I didn't make it. (laughs) <laughs> you know my, my main league of record i am out i did not make the playoffs and it was it was hard because all my league mates know that i'm a fantasy millionaire it's like they give me a hard time about it and you know rub <laughs> my face in it so you know next year i'll get them in the main league but you know we're here it's a tuesday we're talking prize picks we don't have the normal slate that we're going to break down today it's a little unique uh they haven't released all the prize picks so even though we do have a thursday game we only have two picks up we'll touch on those we'll also give you a little like uh a secret sauce for the Saturday games, right? We normally don't have Saturday games and we normally don't talk about them, but we're going to kind of let you in on some secrets and who you should play on Saturday as well. Uh, so let's jump right in code M M N Prize picks down below. Please sign up. I know Pat is making me say that, but besides that, you should do it anyway. Uh, I play myself uh, and, and Pat's not paying me to say that. So I love doing this. Uh, Let's get in there. Jimmy G Ryan Tannehill, not a surprise here. Ryan Tannehill under 200 yards, 199 in a hook he's depleted in his is his uh, wide receiver core not looking that great Jimmy G on the other hand I mean he's got Debo he's got Ayuk he's got Kittle he's over 230 in a hook where are you leaning with these two players Uh I'm more so leaning on Jimmy G to hit Um, You
1: also could, you know, lean on Ryan Tannehill to hit the under here. But I feel as though, you know, with Ryan Tannehill struggling right now without his wide receivers, and I feel as though you have more of a higher chance of hitting on this bet with Jimmy G, with a Debo Samuel, and just a very electric Debo Samuel. I should say he's a running back, he's a tight end, he's a GM, he's a wide receiver, man. He does it
0: all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's a db he's gonna play trent williams position next week yeah <laughs> yeah no he, he's the man uh, i like this call too you know when i saw this ryan taney hill 199 in a hook i immediately my gut reaction said he's gonna pass for 165 yards 170 yards so oh. i really like the under uh lq's giving you the over smash for jimmy g i'm giving you the under smash for ryan t so you know we're, we're trying to try to keep it uh, frosty here uh, I'll say the reason I don't like Ryan Tannehill necessarily is because AJ Brown I need to know what's going to happen with AJ Brown if AJ Brown's a full set he's a go he's practicing he's looking great uh, then I might you know hedge my bets here uh, on this one but with, without a, a clear healthy AJ Brown I want to know that's the kind of thing that hinges on uh, what about for you anything make you move away from Tannehill either side to go up or down this week uh, with
1: Tannehill, you got to understand he's an offense that's going to run the ball. So they're going to run the ball a ton. You know, Deontay Foreman there, you know, thankfully, you know, he's back, he's getting an opportunity again to be on the team and, uh, put up 100 yards. yards. That, that was very impressive for him to do. So I feel so, you know, he has a hot hand now, so maybe less throwing and more running, you know, they're going to go with whatever works.
0: Yeah. I mean, they to on the football with Derrick Henry. They were on a record pace to do that before he was hurt, you know, and so they still want to do that as an offense. It's taken a little while to kind of find who they are, I guess, as a team with yeah. the Julio, no, AJ Brown. Um, so it's interesting to see their team in flux, uh, you know, after that loss last week to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I want to see what they do. They're nine and five, they're third in the division. So, uh, this is a make or break game for them in a lot of ways, too. Whereas San Francisco coming in on a hot streak. Uh, what do you think about San Francisco? Are they for real? Are they somebody who can, you know, contend in that NFC West? Uh, the NFC West is always
1: mucky in the end. So it's like they're making noise, but they're not making enough noise to be better than the Rams. They're not making enough noise, you know, to even compete with the Cardinals, in my opinion, even though the Cardinals are like <laughs> broken as of now. But I feel as though, you know, San Fran always finds herself in the middle. So it's going to come down to the Rams, you know, basically losing and basically the Cardinals losing out as well. It's, it's going to be a little weird
0: situation. Well, speaking of those Cardinals, by the way, Kyler Murray on the Saturday slate, uh, he does have a total here for passing yards, two forty-five and a hook. Do you think there's a rebound, or you know, he's going up a, a against a pretty tough Indianapolis defense? I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but they've one of the top turnover percentages in the league. They they get defensive touchdowns. Is this a, a good matchup for Kyler, or are we going to fade this two forty-five and a hook? Oof! Uh, I might fade it. <laughs> I'm actually terrified of it. I mean, Indy has been
1: been playing great. I mean, like you said, you hit on the turnovers. It could be it could be a rough night for Kyler.
0: Yeah. I, if anything, I think I would take the under on this. Uh, I I do like Carson Wentz's 200. If they decide to ever throw the football, but right now it's a it's a JT show. Why Why would you uh, have to put the ball in Carson Wentz's hands when he can turn around and put it in Jonathan Taylor's hands? Uh, so that 200 and a hook it, it seems you know, very doable, but really not the game plan that they've been uh, no. you know, kind of executing as of late. And so we only have to go on the last couple of weeks. Really. You don't take the whole season into account right now. You look and see how's the team playing now to win. What are they doing successful? They're running football. JT is a monster. So even this Carson Wentz bet to me, uh, it's something I'm going to avoid. I'm not going to play it. I don't like it. What about you? Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. And as a guy who has Michael Pittman,
1: he's been suffering the last couple of weeks, man. Um, I just feel as though with Pittman, it's like, it's been inconsistent. Like he had a great game against Houston, but it's Houston. Like, let's really, you know, think about it. But when you have a Jonathan Taylor and you have that talent, you have to just keep giving him the ball. You got to keep leaning on him. And I feel as though, you know, this is a clear fade, you know, for his 200. It looks good. And, you know, it sounds good. And you might want to hit the under, but then
0: it's like, he can do 201 and then you're sitting there with an egg on your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want any of that. I'll tell you what I do want some of, though, and that is uh, my man Aaron Rodgers, 254 yeah. and a hook. Now He did lose MVS, which it's not great, but he still has Devontae Adams. He still has Alan Lazard. Uh, and, 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 I mean, listen, he found out that Mercedes Lewis was on his team last week, too. So uh, <laughs> he is throwing the football around a little bit. What do you think about Aaron Rodgers? Are you going to play this? Are you confident in it? Like, on, on the scale of LQ's fire hotness, uh, how high up would you go on Aaron Rodgers this week?
1: I can't bet against him, man. He's a second-tier GOAT. I mean, you definitely got to go into it knowing, like, as long as he has Devontae Adams, he's going to put up yards. He's going to be able to pass the ball around. He's still going to sling it around. Nothing's going to be, like, able to miss a beat. So, you know, he loses MVS, but he'll find, you know, that next guy that will stand up and be able to get the unders and the long balls and et cetera, et cetera, to get that large chunk of balls that he's been trying to get to MVS.
0: Yeah, and and you know what? I mean, let's just, let's just be honest here. Aaron Rodgers likes to throw the football around you know um, he, he's got you know it, this is just in the last couple of weeks right uh, 292 385 307 341 268 so every last five games all his all his totals will be over. Uh, 254. So uh, yeah, I think this is one of my favorite bets of the weekend for sure. When it comes to the quarterbacks. All right. Only a few more prize picks on, on the slate right now that we can deal with. Right. But let's talk some running backs right now. Let's talk a little Saturday running back situation here. And we're going to take a look for us at the rushing totals. Uh, there's a couple of juicy numbers here. I want to know who's juicier, right? Jonathan Taylor, 89 and a hook. It's a high number or James Conner, 45 and a hook.
1: It got to be Jonathan Taylor, man. He's he's going to explode, man. It's just like they're playing games with us. I I really feel as though Jonathan Taylor is on a hot streak. He's going to be running guys into the championships and probably take it home because he's getting it done on the ground, and that's exactly what he's going to do against the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm not paying JT against anybody. I remember a couple weeks ago, it was, are you going to pay up for him against New England? Yeah, yeah. You are. Yeah, you're going to pay it for him against New England. He's not stoppable, right? He's just right. not. Um, and and uh, for, for 23, at least for PPR, 23.7 points per game, right? He He's getting it done. And then rushing yards, he's over 1,500. And receiving yards, you know, he's at 303. He's, he's almost at 2,000. He might get 2,000 total yards in this game. Very likely he does. Yeah. Uh, and so 89, he's been getting that in the first half. So uh, I really do like this as well. Um, what about the James Connor? Would you run it back with that, stack a little bit there? Or are you going to fade Connor? You got, you know, Chase Edmonds back in the fold. Uh, you know, a team that maybe they're going to be passing the ball a little bit more in, in this type of matchup. What do you think?
1: Um, I, I might. I might get the under here i'm going to play i might do the under here for the simple fact the last two games he's had under 40 yards and that's based on you know how the game went like i'm not saying that the cardinals are completely broken but man last week was embarrassing you know you look at james connor you're trying to figure out why they're not getting him more involved in the passing game the running game it's just how it shaped out and you know kyler just had to basically take over and try to do something but it didn't work out for him so i feel as though you can hit this but i'll do
0: the under here yeah, and, and this is 45 and hook is not 100. Uh, James Conner has rushed for 100 yards this year zero times. Just, mm-hmm. you know, for, for the record, uh, he, he's got 39 last week, 31 the week before. A couple weeks ago, 39, 22, 29, 50, 43, 26. So that his, his points have primarily come on uh, touchdowns. And then when he becomes that passing back, uh, you know, in the last couple of weeks with, with Chase Edmonds out, that's where his points have come in, in fantasy. So, you know, don't, don't over – think that one and go oh well yes yeah, james carney can get that easily he might not so I, I like kind of just fading that we love him for the touchdowns not the rushing yards yeah <laughs> gets that confused all right and Bo Mc, big time just straight up hates him. so let's just put it that way yeah. <laughs> sorry bro didn't mean to throw you under the bus but you know someone had to so all right well those are the limited prize picks for this week do check in with prize picks i'm sure they'll have a lot more picks up for the thursday games and then for the saturday games as well be on the lookout for all kinds of teasers and plays that they have i love these new discounted ones have you seen these uh over at price picks they will give you a discount on the price uh, or the the amount that it's going to be you know you have to say instead of 200 yards you get 180 yards they give you a 20 percent discount on the yardage look for those the kind of little flash sales that come on players get you in get your first bet a win really they really want you to win so you can kind of build up your bet so do check that out mmn is your hundred dollar double up deposit Match when you sign up up to a hundred dollars. So uh, you spend a hundred dollars, they give you a hundred dollars. So, all right, let's jump in over now to start sits this is the most important week to date in the fantasy football calendar lq so i only brought the fire matchups these are not mine either uh these are real matchups and and i have a big question at quarterback that i need your help with i went on record yesterday on the fantasy millionaires and saying you know i do not want josh allen against new england uh bill belichick has had his number that is uh the one uh kind of coach that has been able to kind of Keep Josh Allen contained. So here's a question for you: He is the number one quarterback in fantasy uh, in all formats, uh, DraftKings, PPR, whatever. He's averaging 23.3 points per game. So I want to give you that on the table, on the front end. I'm going to give you a list of quarterbacks. You tell me: Are you willing to start them over him this week against whoever they're going up against? You down? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Uh, my my fantasy millionaire co host favorite player of the week: Kirk Cousins up against uh, your boys and the L.A. Rams. Is that fool's gold, or would you go with Josh
1: Allen? <sighs> Give me Josh Allen. That's the safer bet. Kirk Cousins is going to have a very difficult time. I mean, Von Miller, he's back. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Do I need to go on? It's it's not
0: going to be pretty for Kirk. Well, what about uh, our man Huntley? The, the emergence uh, in Baltimore, two touchdowns rushing, two touchdowns passing. I, I saw a tweet. I needed to be verified, but it was that Lamar Jackson had never done that before. Uh, blew my mind but still a great performance are you rolling with him against cincinnati or are you going josh Allen? this is a good one i might roll with a tyler huntley versus
1: cincinnati because obviously tyler huntley has been watching a lot of Lamar Jackson film and i like how electric he is i like that he's able to be elusive just like Lamar Jackson so you have that dual threat but you also have that dual threat with josh allen but he's going against belichick so
0: i might roll a huntley on this one Ooh, I like that one. All right. Last one. will wrap up the QB. Would you, would you not Russell, uh, Mr. Unlimited Wilson uh, against Chicago. I'll give you the only caveat. He did turn down a foursome with DK Metcalf recently. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, but you know what I mean? There could be something of brewing. Uh, what do you think about this? Are you willing to roll the dice with Russ? Um, I'm not really liking Russ.
1: He he's never been a guy for me that I could depend on in the playoffs. You know, if we look at his playoff performances the last two to three years, they aren't great. And I think we're in, you know, the time where the kitchen is closed. So, you know, Russ doesn't really show up in December. So I'm fading him completely for the month of December. I don't care if the matchup, I don't care the situation.
0: You, you heard it. He'll hear first from LQ. My fading of Josh Allen is a terrible play. I read between the lines. He didn't like anybody, but Huntley. So Huntley, don't fade <laughs> Josh Allen, unless you have Huntley, then it's a good play. Um, let's talk some running back matchups here. Uh, Duke Johnson or Miles Gaskin. Florence came out today and said, there's an RB competition. We're, we're competitioning it up. Right now in week sixteen, uh, uh, so I, I'll give you a caveat. They're going up against New Orleans, so,
1: uh. yeah. so yeah, the next two weeks are going against the number one and number two team that give the fewest fantasy points per game to running back. So these are guys that I'm completely fading all through the playoffs, and I understand some people are in situations where you know there's injuries, COVID, et cetera, et cetera, but. If you had to choose one, it's kind of like it's a flippable coin here. Like, if he's coming out publicly saying there's going to be a committee, it's going to be a committee. Everybody got excited because Duke Johnson put up two touchdowns against the worst defense versus running backs that give up the most rushing touchdowns. So, of course, he had to do that. So I feel as though it's really a toss up here. You're rolling the dice either way, you know, going against, you
0: know, the number one and number two, you know, hardest defenses against running backs. Yeah there you have it folks uh, Duke Johnson not the waiver wire wonder this week uh, you might want to pivot to Ronald Jones just just yeah just, yeah, yeah. i right. um, i got another either or here or, or none or both right you can do it, it any yeah. of uh starting Zeke or Pollard versus Washington this week
1: uh, I'm going to go with Zeke Washington, giving up 16 points per game to running backs, which it, it, it could play into Pollard as well. But Zeke seems to still hold that red zone, you know, title. So that role is his to where he can slide in for a touchdown and boom, here we are. I mean, we look at last week and he got into the end zone, he put up 16 fantasy points. So it's like, my expectations are in check for Zeke. You know, he's an RB two. I'm looking for 12 to 15 points, anything above that. to be anything between that I'm okay with. So I'm going to roll with Zeke just because, in that you know RB
0: one title face of that team, yeah. And so last week, your guy Zeke Elliott, sixteen carries, he did outpace Tony Pollard had twelve. Zeke three point two rushing yards per touch, and our guy Tony Pollard six point two. So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it comes down to that touchdown and that goal line, and and kind of where he gets I mean, his. If we look his at
1: the week data. before. With Corey Clement. I mean, they were only a difference of a two point conversion in fantasy points and one rushing yard, you know, between them as well. So it's not, it's going to be very close. It's going to be hair pulling. It's going to look even between Zeke and Pollard, but then somebody's going to slide in for a touchdown.
0: Yeah. No, I agree 100%. It's more likely than not Zeke. If it's going to be Pollard, I could see it maybe being out of the backfield, being on a wheel route, maybe, you know, break down. Yeah where he's slipping out, but uh, more designed for Zeke, I think, in this role. Uh, maybe by the end of the year, it's switched, but right now it's still Zeke. So, all right, and last question, if you are picking up Ronald Jones or you're spending all of your fab, are you just rolling him out 100%? He's good to go. He's the new playoff Lenny, or is there a hesitation there? It,
1: it, it's hesitation only because he doesn't have much PPR upside because we've seen him drop plenty of balls out of the backfield, fumbles, et cetera, et cetera. Like, he's been punished for a reason. Like, Leonard Fournette came in, you know, he basically took the job and ran away with it, and it was no mistake. Um, feels though Ronald Jones, though, you know, he doesn't really have much worry of, like, a, a Keyshawn Vaughn. And, oh, new new bucks, uh, Le'Veon Bell, apparently. So I feel as though uh, Ronald Jones will be kind of okay on, as a pure runner, but you're not going to get much
0: PPR upside out of it. Yeah, so maybe temper your expectations if you're thinking, that's my guy, I'm going to roll to the championship with Jones. Yeah, I like it. All right, let's jump down to some wide receiver questions. Dallas rolling in, or actually Washington rolling into Dallas, I should say. Uh, Which Dallas wide receiver do you trust the most these days? Is it Amari Cooper? Is it CeeDee Lamb? Is it Gallup? He had a nice flashy touchdown two weeks ago. It was sensational. Back corner of the end zone, the Mm -hmm. feet still haunt me to this day because I was playing against him in fantasy. (laughs) I mean, you got to rock with the wide receiver one there with C.D. Lamb.
1: But more importantly, I I've, like have tons of shares of Michael Gallup. So I trust him 100 percent. And basically the playoffs, if you're still in the playoffs, um, if we look at it the last three weeks. It's been C.D. Lamb as target and leader. And then if it goes Michael Gallup. You know, Mark Cooper is sitting there as the third wide receiver and it's not looking good because before C.D. Lamb came in the picture. You know, before he was drafted, Michael Gall was acting and looking like the wide receiver one. So I'm going to roll with him, man. I trust him a lot. And hopefully, you know, Dallas signs him
0: again next year. Mm, Yeah. So maybe Amari Cooper on the outside looking in. He has struggled with injury. I mean, that's part of it. You're not there. You're not building the chemistry. You're not uh, the go-to guy anymore because you're not on the field. You can't be there to be Yeah, uh, present. So uh, no, I like it. All right, let me ask you a question. Uh, we, we talked about DK Metcalf a little bit, teased about him. Well, seriously, can can draft ma- or can DK managers really trust him anymore? I mean, maybe if you have him, you're you're not in the playoffs, right? So who cares? But if you do have DK, can you trust him anymore going into Week 16? I mean, obviously this week you started him with no Tyler Lockett, but with Tyler Lockett there, is he anything more than a flex right now?
1: Like, I have my beliefs on Seattle alone. Like, this is outside of my fandom of Rams. Like, I just don't feel as though they're consistent. It's one week it's Lockett, the next week it's DK, and then you have half-season Russell Wilson. So it becomes, like, very frustrating of trying to figure out where to put these guys. Like, obviously, if you have a DK Metcalf, You really don't have anybody else sitting in the wind that you could start over him. So I'm in a situation where I have DK Metcalf or do I play Jacoby Myers? And that's one of those situations where it's a toss up. I feel as though more touchdown upside is on DK. He has that touchdown upside. He has that PPR ability. So if you're in a situation like that, you really don't have much options. Just sit DK. So he could be a
0: solid flex, you know, moving on. Yeah, I will say tonight so far, uh, two receptions on three targets, 11 yards, bringing down the house with 3.1 fantasy points. Isn't Uh, that beautiful? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Uh, 3.1. He wanted a foursome. He's getting a 3.1 some right now. So, good for you. Uh, Let's jump down. We got uh, one more question here before we get into the NFL injury news. And, man, there's a glut of it, unfortunately. Uh, Foster Moreau. We we wanted to play him two weeks ago and he sucked. And then this past week he filled in nine targets, seven receptions, got it done. Do you trust him again this week against Denver, or are you gonna go a little James O'Shaughnessy versus the Jets? Oh God, <laughs> is terrible. I know. it's terrible. <laughs> that accent was terrible too. I'm sorry, forgive me. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, this is another toss up, man. I uh, we can go O'Shaughnessy.
0: Let's roll the dice. Let's go O'Shaughnessy against the Jets. I like it. I like it. I'm with you. I'm with you. Foster, Denver's pretty good on defense. We know the and Jets. There's no waller, and
1: you can see the offense just shifting to a Hunter Renfro and getting Josh Jacobs way more involved in the passing game, what we absolutely love. So I don't think, you know, Foster
0: brings any type of, like, excitement anymore. Hmm. No, i'm with you uh here, here's a thought if you have not already please go um follow the real deal fantasy on twitter he's giving you fire content only helping you win your fantasy championships please do follow him now and you can follow me nimble w numbers on twitter as well i wouldn't uh you know be offended at all so uh, l- let's talk nfl injury news we've got so much of it i mean this is just it's not great um but let's gross. start with yes yeah, so it's, it's gross let's start with uh, the covid situation and here's the thing there are there some nuance here yeah it's, it's, there's some nuance here cole beasley he's out i'm presuming for at least two weeks not vaccinated the rest though are vaccinated or or primary or they, i think they're vaccinated jared goff rashad perryman uh mvs travis kelsey tyree kill uh austin eckler all on the COVID yeah. list right now i don't think mvs is going to be available so maybe he's not vaccinated but uh, Kelsey and Hill could come off by the end of the week. Uh, and then I'm not sure about Brashad Perryman either though. Um, but some of these cases, we don't know all of the nuances of, of are they on the list because they're close contact or they test positive for it. So just follow all of them and see kind of where they're going to be. But I think out of, out of the group of, uh COVID positive uh skill players I think Cole Beasley you can confirm is just going to be out uh I think if you're you're unvaccinated you're out two weeks so um that's something to kind of just adjust your ranks on your players and it's not good man I mean we saw it last week they had to, to move two games we're playing them right now right we're playing them actually three games we are playing two of them right now so uh hopefully this week is not too crazy uh even though it's already starting off pretty crazy yeah and week good. 15 forever <laughs> oh man the week 15 would never it'll never end i just want to win or lose that's all i want to know i don't really you know it started on thursday and it's tuesday i still don't know if i have water lost my, my, <laughs> yeah, my it's so, crazy yeah we also have some injuries non-covid related uh players who are out for the regular season so you know get them off your fancy team uh, sadly chris godwin one of the top receivers in the league knee mcl sprain out for a while Teddy Bridgewater took nasty little tumble on Sunday, you know, prayers up for Teddy. He is doubtful. Uh, and then we had TJ Hawkinson go on the IR since we talked last Carlos Hyde is on the IR. Waller is out. Daniel Jones is on the IR. Sterling Shepard is out. Uh, Ryan Griffin is doubtful. JD McKissick is on the IR and then Washington football team has both of their COVID uh, their, their quarterbacks on the COVID list right now. Um, but they should clear, I'm guessing by the end of, uh, you know, the week 16 or the, you know, when they play on, on Sunday. So, um, any any of those stand out to you as kind of just gut punches for any of your fantasy teams? Uh, definitely
1: T.J. Hawkinson, man. As a guy who had, you know, Logan Thomas and T.J. Hawkinson, it's very upsetting that now I got to lean on Tyler Conklin in one of my leagues to win it all for me. But it's it's a very unfortunate, you know, T.J. Hawk. We had stars in the moon for him.
0: So it's a huge, huge hit for me. Yeah, pour some out for the house That's what my mm-hmm. wife calls him. So she actually thinks that's his name. So we'll keep it going, in as long as we can, um, <laughs> I know. So funny. Uh Let's talk some of the questionable. So this is where we have some hope, right? These players could play potentially. Some of them maybe are trending towards not playing, but right now they're all questionable. So we'll go over them. Biggest one though, Lamar Jackson. Do you think he plays this week?
1: Uh, absolutely. Um, I, I I think he he's a, he's hungry, man. You definitely want to keep. momentum going you know with the teams and vibes and leadership and stuff like that even though Huntley is playing well um I just feel as though he's hungry man he's going to want to get back on the
0: back on the field yeah Uh, Jim Harbaugh hopeful that he will be able to practice tomorrow so pay attention those practice reports that come out every day here's a little hint go to google and put in whatever team you have and then put injury report you'll get the uh, they have to do it it's a league mandated thing you'll get every single injury report from every single team you can take a look at them so it's pretty simple uh Rondale Moore MRI to come on the ankle. That doesn't sound good uh, for this week. So if you got Rendell Moore, pay attention to kind of his status. Joe Mixon, he's questionable with an ankle. Uh, fire up Shemazee Pirine if you uh, you know, have been hiding him somewhere. I don't know why you would. Yeah. Um, but uh, what do you think about the Joe Mixon situation? It's a terrible timing, man.
1: As a guy who's been rooting for him since March, basically, it's just
0: oh god, terrible timing for a lot of people. So. We shall no. see what happens. Hopefully he can mend up and uh, if not this week, get back next week and, and not totally uh, be out for your championship. If you get to that uh, advanced level, if, there. You it, yeah. uh, if you make it, yeah, if you make it, yeah. A couple other players who should, uh, we're thinking they return this week, Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, all on the COVID list right now. Um, they weren't able to clear before yesterday or no, today. today game. My, my brain is just, is it today? Yesterday? One of these days? I don't yes, know. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what day it is? It's fucking week fifteen still. You know? <laughs> is it Christmas yet? I like tomorrow's Christmas. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. uh Good news in Detroit. They think DeAndre Swift will be back. His shoulder injury finally maybe able to heal. So pay attention to that. Uh, also in the NFC North, you've got Aaron Jones questionable with his knee. He played last week, right? But just keep, keep an eye on that. And then Aaron Rodgers with his COVID toe, uh, he's doing, he's doing okay. So i him dancing around on the sidelines, you know, practice discount double check during timeout. So I think he's fine. Uh, Austin Eckler, we mentioned it before. Questionable though, just for his, his ankle injury. So kind of pay attention to the COVID and the ankle for Austin Eckler, kind of a, a dual hit there. And then, you know, Donald Palm questionable. That was just a terrible situation with him. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I, my my doubt is that he gets through the concussion protocol uh, this week, um, maybe even the rest of the season. But you yeah, know, keep your your prayers up for Donald Adam Thielen. Questionable could be coming off the you know the short term. He was out for a couple of weeks. How do you think that impacts Kirk against your boys, the Rams, next week?
1: Uh, a ton, man. I mean, they honestly need Adam Thielen back, especially we've seen them struggle yesterday. It wasn't pretty. You know, they came out with the win, but still, it, it just was not. A pretty win, they really didn't deserve it, honestly. But I don't think he
0: needs to get back on that offense. Yeah, no, it's a different offense. Justin Jefferson. What happens in the NFL, by the way, folks, if you haven't been paying attention, is you can be out a player a week or two, and then the defense adjusts to the players that are kind of filling in. And so obviously, Justin Jefferson's going to get the lion's share of the targets with Adam Thielen out and the defenses after week one going, Oh my God, I can't believe this happened. They're like, Hey, uh, let's make some adjustments. And uh, that's what good coaching is all about is making adjustments. So uh, hopefully Adam Thielen gets back in and then the Vikings can adjust their offense back so that you get some one-on-one matchups with Justin Jefferson. He's not doubled all the time. So a couple other injuries to to monitor Uh, players have got you here. Elijah Mitchell's got a knee injury still, Uh, you know, Damian Harris is questionable. You got Mike Evans. You got Leonard Fournette. Do you think Leonard Fournette comes back this year, or do you think he is he? he no. Nah, no, I don't think so. He, no, that, I don't
1: think so. That, that hammy is something that always returns back, always no. returns back. And his history with injuries in general, he might be shut down for the rest of the season. You don't just pick up a Le'Veon Bell just because you know what I mean when you have already two running backs on this three, actually, you got Geo there as well. So it's like, Something is, you know,
0: going on with Lenny where I think he might be shut down for good. Yeah, I don't know if that's a a, a coming back in the division or not if it works either. You know, I'm not sure how how you just come back like that. But we'll see. You know, he won the Super Bowl last year. He was a big part of that uh, rushing attack. So we'll see. Uh, Devonta Foreman, uh, you know, he's got an ankle injury. Uh, Julio Jones game time decision. A.J. uh, Brown has been activated off the IR. So a lot to watch down there in Tennessee uh, as well. Uh, whew, man, I, I need a, a break just from running through all those injuries. Man, I feel like I'm injured. I got too to day many now. Oh, man, <laughs> way too many. Oh, uh, well, I, <laughs> I, I, I know. I do have to say, LQ, I love doing this every Tuesday, getting to hang out with yeah. you, getting to, to spit hot fire content only. Uh, let me ask you, where can people find you?
1: You guys can find me at Real Deal Fantasy on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I write for Downtown Rams. Got an article that came out today when you're watching this probably yesterday, but you can check it out on the website at DowntownRams.com.
0: Yeah, that's about it. Now, I love it. Do go check him out there. Uh, you can find me NimbleWNumbers on Twitter. You can find me NimbleWNumbers.com on the World Wide Web. You can find me here at the Mayo Media Network with LQ pretty much every Tuesday. Uh, shout out Pat Mayo. Shout out everybody at the Mayo Media Network. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry, you know, uh, happy Hanukkah. though It's way past. Happy New Year. We appreciate everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope everyone has a safe and happy holidays. LQ, last question. What do you want to get for Christmas? <laughs>
1: that is a good question. Um, envelope full of money. Let's just
0: say I, that. <laughs> I like it. I want to get some sleep. So we'll, we'll see after Christmas if you got an envelope full of money and if Santa gave me some sleep. So <laughs> we'll, see. We'll, be, we'll be back. Hope that your bets, cash, M-M-N, if you're signed up for prize fix. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.